So we lost everything, correct? The ACC Basketball Degenerates return in the new year in 2017. Hopefully our listening base isn't too mad at us for the hiatus. But don't look at me because Mike and Taylor decided they needed two weeks off for the holidays, which is ludicrous in the first place. And then another week off just in January. I I don't know what that was for. (laughs) Gummy bears in Colorado. That's what it was for. It was all for New Year's for me because you know I love New Year's. That is so not true. (laughs) We might not have any listeners left, but we're doing this anyway. So you guys really couldn't spare an hour, no, or thirty no. minutes. All you I had need... four hundred hours. Yeah, I'm sorry. I do want to. I do want to make an apology to the listeners that we were not available. I know that we've been so red hot in our picks and in our commentary. We have been. I know we've been on fire, um, but we're back now. We're here. Full heart, strong minds, all the f- Stop Friday, pandering. Friday night I make zero apologies. <laughs> all Stop this, pandering. All you this means is that we need to make people extra money because, you That's know, right. for the holidays, we did not give them what they needed right. for their Christmas presents. Right, okay? right, right. That's messed up. Yeah, no, we'll give them a reason to parlay their gift cards into yeah. successful So lo and behold, adventures. you two have finally graced me with your presence. Good grief. Gosh, you should be ashamed of yourselves. <laughs> you really should. I'm taking the heat on Twitter. People are tweeting at me. You don't even check the Twitters. No, I get, I get no, all you the don't. notifications. You don't yeah. do it. Well, you just look at them and you're like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> Anyway, uh, Guthrie is not here. We will say that he is ill, which is something else that we should never underestimate in a mm-hmm. season of a podcast. All right, get better, Guthrie. But I, I, hope I he will say this. Insurance. I think Guthrie has it's the tough. plague. I really, I think he has the plague. I really do. Right, right. He's on that level where he's always sick. That we're always. I don't say that lightly. We might not see him again. Yeah, no, I, I'm worried about him too, Guthrie. I even enticed him with the text that said I'm in my undies, and I haven't heard from him, which mm-hmm. is weird. Mm-hmm. You know, I but find let that me tell you weird. No picture. I, I also don't think he <laughs> smiled in 2017. Ah, oh, this will put a smile on his face. That's what I'm hoping. Maybe or, he'll be listening to this, and it'll get the first smile of the year from him. Anyway, bottom line, the podcast was derailed by you two. I'm right. looking at you two, mm-hmm. and I'm really so mad at you. I'm not mad finger. at Mike because I gave him a hug and everything was fine, but I'm still mad at Taylor, so I'm going to... I noticed that. So the <laughs> Don't ne- think it was wasted on me. Okay. So <laughs> because the, it wasn't. The next time you say something stupid on this podcast, I'm not going to try to build you up or, or let you go. I'm just going to hammer you, okay? All right. All right is that we're different? just going to do that. Is that different from how you... No, I've let a lot of things been... go. Okay. I've let a lot of things <laughs> okay, go. Great. Because we so excited. Uh, the ACC brings out the best in everyone. We you missed, can tell we're in conference play. You can We feel missed it. so much action. We've missed so much action, which is such a shame because we spent so much time over the course of the non-conference talking about meaningless matters, such as, you know, SMU Pitt. Let's break this down. I mean, no, nobody cares anymore. Like, who cares about Brian Crawford's mid-range jump shot? Right, but I feel like oh, we, co- we come right in. We come right in in the heart of the real meat of the season right now, right? People are now no longer focused on football. I think college basketball feels that squeeze. We had arguably the two best teams in the ACC playing uh, just last night, Duke and Florida State. That is so not true. <laughs> that is so not true. And I, I agree that Florida State's up there, but I do not believe Duke is in that category. Right, right, right. Well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I believe old Tripsy McGee will uh, redeem himself <laughs> and be back in Listen, full effect. I cannot wait to talk about Duke, but I want to run down a couple of events or a few events, many events, which happened that we missed and we can't track back because it's been so far. Yeah, give me a current event. Yeah. Um, or a past an, event. Yeah. And I tried to do it chronologically to the best of my ability. This started as a short list, but because you guys didn't want to put out any content, I had to revise it six times. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Louisville, Kentucky. Good writing is rewriting. That's what they say. So <laughs> A game where I prepared a vindication dissertation after the result because Taylor and Guthrie were all on the Big Blue Nation on me, like they, just railing on me. I heard that, yeah. And they were so wrong. They were so wrong. I'm, I'm, first of all, I'm proud of you, Luke, Thank for you. Ho- waving that Louisville flag. Thank you. So proud. Um, and yeah, you came out on top. So it was that a great happened. Game. And yeah, I couldn't gloat. And then Louisville, Virginia was an important game. Yeah. Can't talk about that. The Grayson Allen leg trip and suspension. That right. happened. So yeah. many of them. UCLA, Oregon. That's not on our theme, but it was a great game, and it was an awful loss for those who had UCLA in that contest. Yeah, can you hear him? Do you hear the despair in his voice there, folks? It was awful. Florida State, Virginia, and sizzling bacon happened. Yeah. yeah. That's too far in the rear view right. also. I called it New Year's Eve. He was your Bloody Mary, wasn't he? Okay, what else happened? New Year's Eve. That happened. Yep. Uh, multiple- <laughs> Wait, 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 wait. Don't, don't just slide past that. How did you take in the new year? 
For someone that hates New Year's yeah. Eve, how did you watch no, he loves the ball drop? No, no, no. I love New Year's Eve. Your your brother-in-law hates New Year's Eve. Luke, oh, is that right? Luke, Am I New confused? Year's Eve near. Oh, yeah. So what did play. you do? What I did celebrated. You do? I went to an incredible concert, and then I watched the ball drop with some champagne. Yeah, was it, some was pe- it... people like forced themselves to stay out, push themselves a little bit, and mm-hmm. you you reveled in all that energy. What was concert out? was it? I, I too enjoyed myself. Taylor almost went to bed before the ball the dropped. The infamous string dusters. Okay, oh, what right. else happened? Multiple Syracuse meltdowns. Mm. Multiple. Mm. We can mm. still talk about all this, obviously. People don't but just it was followed by a, a week ago. It was followed by a slight resurgence, so we can't really... Right, like, we can't Syracuse, really dump on them too much. Syracuse right? is all over the board, man. Their their Ken Palm team page looks like the American flag. It's just like just green, red for win, loss. It's just yeah, it's right. unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Those are not the colors they, of the American flag, but close, you know. <laughs> yeah, it looks still. like it looks like the Cambodian flag. I'm sorry. More events that have happened. <laughs> I have a long list. <laughs> keep going. Keep going. The UNC Duke debacles to open conference play. Yeah, they came out. They came out stumbling. They came out stumbling. Mm. Uh, UNC, in particular, against Wake Forest uh, right now is at least redeeming themselves. Georgia Tech. Oh, against yeah, Wake Forest, yeah, yeah. themselves. Yeah, uh, but yeah, Georgia this... Tech. I, you know, we talked about them earlier in the year. I wasn't surprised, honestly. Well, they're terrible. Virginia but... Tech beating Duke is not that big of a shocker, really. Well, well I know because we watch basketball. Some people yeah. out there don't watch. Our listeners watch, but some people don't watch. Okay. okay. Um, what else? The very dramatic Coach K announcement of a leave of absence. That happened. Right, yeah. So what is he? Remind me, is he four to five weeks? What is he now? Is he like three to four weeks? So hold on. You've it's 11 been games. completely unplugged from college basketball for I've three weeks. I've been unplugged from the planet. Well, then get out of this room. No, no, no. He's I, off the I'm, grid. I'm back in it. I, I re, re-upped, you know, just today. I'm ready. Um, but, I, I you know, I that. just, you said 11 games. I said three to four weeks. I think I'm right, though, right? Sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. I, I have heard the the eleven games this described. It's okay. very dramatic, though. Very dramatic. <laughs> for, for Duke. So after I mean, that, it, yeah. what else happened? The Grayson Allen reinstatement. Woohoo! He's back and apparently reformed. Let's go. Also, Brownell confronting Huckleberry. I thought that was a good moment. Yeah, I thought that line. was a great moment. Yeah. Down to the wire tilts in South Bend. That, those were moments that happened. Mm-hmm. Still so far in the rear view. And then NC State, North Carolina. Good lord, gosh. Um, Final score on it, 53-point spread. Is that right? So, speaking of that, okay, here's something else that I thought was interesting. Okay. You know, the transit of property, as I told to Taylor, is somewhat valuable in the non-conference because who the heck knows about North Dakota <coughs> State? You know, do we really know about North Dakota State or teams like that? You right. Can, Marist. Now, I have a friend who claims to be a savant in all these teams because he's a degenerate, like a real degenerate, but... Um, we don't really know, so we can kind of take something from that. The ACC, when ACC play starts, you have to throw all that out the window. For example, let's talk circle of life and transitive property. Duke, Did okay. you just make a Lion King reference? Weren't you the one who was always like loving on the transitive property, but now you come full only, circle? Well, only in non-conference play. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. so you're, you're just using it for things that we don't understand, like these non-conference teams that we don't fully understand. Yeah. Then they can help. Yeah, us better understand no, like, the no, other teams. No, I'm going to ask you a question, and I don't okay. want you to lie. Okay, Ooh, if you're trying to figure this out, a, this is a slippery slope for if you. If you but see okay. a line and you're trying to pick a game, or you're trying to figure out who's going to win, right? Do you look at one team's schedule? I just look at Ken Palm. But that's not fair. <laughs> not everybody has. That's the only way I can get an accurate description of a snapshot of a team. I mean, is by looking at those statistics and just having it bleed over me like the Matrix. Fine. Um, okay. However, All if I'm looking to make a numbers. snap call, which is often But at the what same happens, time, if you look at Kimpum, you look at the teams who they played. Yes, that's absolutely true. That's absolutely true. Luckily... His system allows you to see those within context. So I think that's important for everyone to understand is that you have to not just look at the team and how they are currently in their standings, wherever they are, you know, Mid-Valley Conference or whatever, but you also have to understand um, yeah. what, how they fit within the entire college basketball framework. Can I, can I get back to the circle of life and the yeah. transit of property sure. in ACC play? Sure. Duke blows out GT by Georgia Tech, that is, by 53. Mm. Georgia Tech beats NC, UNC. By 12. Mm -hmm. UNC decapitates NC State by 51. Okay. NC State rampages VT, Virginia Tech, that is, by 26. Okay. So by that logic, this is like Radford. So by that logic, okay. (laughs) Yeah. 
Duke should beat Virginia Tech by 142, right? <laughs> okay. Oh, oh like wait. That. Virginia Tech dumped Duke by 14. Boom. There it is. Boom. There how, it is. How great is this season in like two weeks? It's been great. I, I mean, it. it's been all over the board. I, I mean, like people blowouts. don't know what to expect right now. They don't know what to expect in the ACC. People like close games. I like these blowouts of teams unexpectedly getting blown out and then blowing out other teams. Mm. I actually like it. It's yeah. better than, oh, everything's so tied. Who knows? Right. I think right. we can actually draw some things. Uh, and that's where I want to open, okay? Um, the first year, the first couple of weeks of this year have been quintessential ACC conference play. Uh, now, bear with me this because all the writers and, you know, talking heads are on the tropical island with this. They're so happy with themselves. <laughs> like, this is anyone's ACC this year. Oh. Now, I slightly agree and say that, you know, there's a few more contenders this year who have been added to the mix, to right. the usual suspects, mm-hmm. to the usual four. Um, congratulations. Let's all write a column about it and, you know, you know, splash in the kiddie pool, as you like to say, Mike. Yes, that's right. But there's nothing contemporary about home teams winning in January. It happens every year. I tracked back and did some research on this in the, in the past, I don't know, eight to ten years in conference play. And, you know... Upsetting ranked teams, it happens more often than you think at home because teams are actually adjusting to playing on the road in January because they don't play on the road in non-conference. They right, don't. right. Plus, they're playing coaches that have seen them in usually for the past like three or four years, and these guys know the game plans. It's not You're not seeing a new coach in a non-conference. Yeah, let's just you know, dig up last tournament. year, okay? Yeah. Uh, a top-ranked Virginia team loses at Virginia Tech. It wasn't good last year. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were frisky, but they weren't a tournament team. Right. Also, right. Um, they lose at, a Virginia team loses at Georgia Tech. That was another bad loss, but it's on the road. And at Florida State, that was not a tournament game. Uh, a tournament team. That happened in the span of like two weeks. Duke lost at Clemson. They lost at home to Notre Dame. And then they lost to Syracuse at home in uh, in the span of three games. So three in a row for Duke last year. They lost. Hmm. Uh, Louisville last year actually got off to a nice start. They were almost an anomaly, but they still dropped one at Clemson. And Clemson didn't make the tournament either. So, hmm. I mean, North Carolina was the lone team last year, but I think North Carolina we need to separate from last year because that was an incredibly good team. It was. It yeah. was. It was one of the best teams in Carolina history, if you ask me. I think. I agree. I, I think they lost a world-class team in Villanova, obviously, in the championship, but one of the best teams of all time. But you there. see my point, right? Yeah. And next year we need to make a note of this. Okay. Yeah, like, that's important. See, this is important. Note. I'm glad you brought this up. These these little tidbits that you gather as you follow an entire season of basketball. Yeah. We need to take, January take note home of these teams. things. That's yeah. why I loved Florida State last night so much, and I was all in on them. And, and I didn't even sweat that came out. Right. I mean, right. It was done in with like 15 minutes ago. Mm-hmm. It was over. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the next order of business. Okay. Let's go questions and answers. Is that okay, Taylor? Let's do it. I have questions. You need to produce answers. And I'm going to produce some answers as well to my own questions. All right. I, I will not give any answers. I'm going to say, say I, <laughs> no, I have kidding. no doubt these will be not leading questions. <laughs> no, go ahead. They're going to be I'm great ready. questions. Hey, let's okay. go. Who's the 500 team? As in who finishes 500? Who finishes? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go. If you'd like me to start while well, you think, I can do that. <laughs> you go while I think about who I'm going to You gonna have pick. an answer for your own question. Yeah. Well, you guys don't have an answer. You, oh, I'm ready. Crickets. Okay, I'm ready. Go, Jaffy. Let's hear it. Clemson. Clemson's All your right. 500 team in ACC play. I assume we're only talking about ACC play. They're your 9-9 team. We're talking team. ACC yeah, team. Yeah, yeah. 9-9 Clemson, All right, well, baby. While Taylor crunches some numbers and looks up Ken Palm stats, I will go with Virginia Tech. Ones. Virginia Tech is my 500 team. You know, this is the team that's going to win all their home games, and they're going to lose on the road. Right. That's who Virginia Tech is. I mean... I love that you now respect the Virginia Tech home court after giving Ken so much crap last year. It's amazing, though. (laughs) As little as two weeks ago, you were talking about how they're such a terrible team. Wait, what was the name for it? The Dungeon? I wasn't talking about them as a terrible team. I never said that. I feel like you have two binaries. Every team to you is terrible or the best team in the world. Did I say they'd finish eighth? I don't know. Does that mean you're a terrible you team if you finish eighth in the league? That's not true. That means you're a tournament team. Just going off my sense here. You're so wrong. Um, another thing, okay? This is an. I, I'm going to segue to another, like, whole box that I have of things Luke notices because I noticed it a lot in like a month since mm-hmm. you guys were AWOL. The rims at Castle Coliseum. Have you ever noticed that? Do they not have uh, chain nets anymore? They don't. <laughs> they got rid of the gym. Uh, that makes me so happy. That was one of Buzz's, you know, mandatory. Um, you know, it, right. I'm gonna come here as as long as you have some real nets. But uh, they're like the rims you played on as a kid at the playground. The way they sound, like 
<laughs> you mean you mean they're know just I mean? like kind of soft and clanky? Is that what you mean? Listen next time you watch right, Virginia I'll Tech home game, okay? And I, I think the sound you hear is the echo in the stadium when the rim when you hit the ball in the rim because nobody goes to Virginia Tech home games. Listen, yeah, that's true, okay? So you've got the echo factor, you get you've the got the factor. rims, and then you've got lanterns that light the court. Right. It's <laughs> yeah. a, that's a home court advantage. It's a, yeah, that's yeah, true. Teams should start going to this. Okay. you got to play the shadows out there. Next question. Have you, have you found your I think your it's going to be Syracuse, team? actually. Okay. As bad as they've been, I think it's going to be Syracuse. Wow, you think they're going to finish 500 in the ACC? Yeah. Wait, do you think they're going to be better or worse than 500? Mike. Oh, I, I think I don't see them doing any better. Oh, than yeah, 500. I think 500 I them, is there. I see them being 7-9. and nine. I, I just don't right. believe in that team right now. Me neither. Who's the mystery team? Um. Well, you want to go? Meaning? Yeah. The mystery team, like... Mystery team to the general public, maybe, let's or say. Or to you, who you just don't have a feel for. Mine's Miami. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, definitely Miami. Oh, well, someone, I, I thought about picking them as a 500 team, and I was like, uh, better not because I can't really say anything about them. Mm, Other yeah. than I love Jim Laranega. <laughs> I still don't understand NC State. I don't I don't understand myself. <laughs> I understand I don't NC understand State. myself for gracious. liking them. Like, I don't know if I just bought into the hype. I don't understand the team itself. I don't understand what happened to the vessel that was BJ Anya. I, I don't know who Dennis Smith is as a point guard. I, I'm so lost. I don't know why their coach was boxing in the preseason mm-hmm. when when their team isn't as good as they hyped it up to be. Um, I'm, I'm so lost. I'm a candle I, in the I wind. I warned you about the boxing. Yeah, yeah, I warned you, you about Gal- you Godfrey putting on gloves in a room and going shirtless during their, I don't know, Midnight Madness. Right, the whole deal. Which I is did, a whole other story in itself, Midnight Madness. It's a total mystery to me. They're, okay. the, they're my Bermuda Triangle. Speaking of NC State, who are the drunk teams? <laughs> I've got NC State as my drunk team and Syracuse. As in somebody that you only like when you're drunk? No, just like <laughs> teams who, who play drunk or just... Oh, I see. Like, Dis- a discombobulated unit, if you will. Yeah, it's like the guy at the poker table who could end up completely busted because he's out of his mind or he might hit a million things and not even know it and, you know... End up with a bunch of chips at the end of the night. Right. That's what a great answer. Yeah, I never that that whole description of me is that's what that is right there. It's, you know who it is? It's NC State, a little bit Florida State. Yeah. Kind of. I still kind of don't trust them completely. And uh, Boston College. Yeah. Oh, Boston when they College. beat Florida, I was getting ready to celebrate. The day I watch a Boston College <laughs> game will be <laughs> that'll be watch the worst. it for uh, Kai Bowman. He's amazing. He dyed his hair red. He scored 30 points or like 30-some points in that Syracuse game. I can't. He bombs threes, and he goes to the rim with like zero regard for whether it's a good decision or not. This is amazing. So relentless. I I didn't have this as a question, but BC, I think, is the (laughs) undervalued team. I love it. I think they're the undervalued team. Hmm. We're taping this on Wednesday night. I'm picking them over NC State to cover five and a half at home. Wow. Oh, they're five and a half point favorites? Dogs. Uh, Oh, dogs. Okay. I mean, they they've covered their like, last wow. they've covered the last four. Uh, yeah. that's a pretty hot streak for BC. What's our Twitter BC guy? I don't know. Oh, He's uh, several that Bob. Coming. You talking about Bob? Yeah. Oh, Bob's the man. I feel like they're coming out of the woodwork now. <laughs> yeah, that's where they live. I mean, they wanted like, a breakdown of this, and Guthrie had one prepared, but Guthrie got the plague, so I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I don't right. have anything prepared. If you talk, if you talk about your drunk team, I'm still going to stick with North Carolina when Joel Berry is not on his game. They look totally inebriated. They they can't stay between the lines. Uh, my most sober team, though, and I should have seen this coming, is is Mike Bray led Notre Dame. I mean that that team is. He didn't watch enough non conference. He didn't watch enough non conference. That, that team is so predictable, no. though. I mean they they're so predictable. As far as good first halves, bad second halves. Just smooth. That offense. doesn't sound like a well, sober they team. Do, they know who they are and they follow through on that. Yeah, UVA yeah. does it. Yeah. Notre Dame does it. I, I think yeah. I think Notre Dame and Virginia are more similar than they are different. I think I Boston College is like one. They don't have them, but they need like one mediocre, slightly better big man away from being 500 in the ACC. Wait, are you, I'm sorry, my eyes glazed over. Did you say BC? Yeah, oh, I'm back on it. I'm <laughs> all can't. in. I, I really want them to be good. I'm all. It's it's like a. It's a truly American story: a phoenix rising from the ashes, yeah, an yeah. eagle rising from the ashes. I'm happy for you. Next question. Who's the good road team? This is important for our purposes. I mean, it's it's important for the ACC going All forward as well. You've got to win on the road. You've yeah. got to win on the road in order to bring home an ACC championship or at least finish in third place or higher. 
I still like Notre Dame. I think that that offense transfers on the road. I think it does a good job. Of so getting... that's a team who bit, beat Pitt on the road, and you're going to anoint them the road. Team. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> In hey, overtime, the, right? The, the zoo don't lie. <laughs> <laughs> it's a team who won in the last second three in overtime, and you're going to anoint them the, the road All team. I okay. heard was win. All I heard was win. I'll tell you mine. Louisville. Mm. Mm. I was actually thinking about them. Even though they've had only like two true road games this entire season. The grinders. Well, they took care of Georgia Tech, which is not saying anything. And right. I sort of like them on neutral court games, like against Indiana. They've played a lot like of that. neutral court games this yeah. season. Just like them in neutral court settings. So I'm, I'm, I'm enough to, that's enough to push my chips to the middle for okay. Louisville on the road. I know they lost to Notre Dame, of course, but mm-hmm. Notre Dame has an, a fantastic home court. Yeah, I, that's a terrible matchup for Louisville. So I, I, that has less to do with Louisville and more to do with Notre Dame. I like my thinking, which is why I like Louisville and will come to be my pick, is that uh, you know you have that defense that's always going to do what it's going to do. And do what it do. The do what it do. <laughs> and the defense is a little easier to be consistent with than the offense, which is why, despite recent results, I'll take EVA as my good away team. Right. I, I think well, they're gonna, they've got a good start. They've, yeah. They're have they 1-1, and they have a really quality road win. Right. And they have they have an overtime a, loss. Yeah, not a great road loss. But, but it's right. an overtime loss. So. Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know what? Louisville actually reminds me of like a young Mike Tyson. You know, they just, you know, you, you wonder if, if Mike Tyson like hit your girl in the face. You know, you got to wonder like, how good has that girl been to me? You know, like, I, I don't know. I have doubts. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, you say like, I'm not going to fight Mike Tyson. I don't Mike know Tyson. where this is going. I'm not following it at all. But that, that's it's old, deeply offensive to me as a person. We that's should, an old Martin Lawrence joke. Uh, oh, but, I love Martin. Yeah, it, look, Martin said it. It's Martin. Fine. But like, if if Louisville hits you in the face, I don't know that uh, you really fight back. I think you just kind of take it and walk away. So yeah, that's mm. a good that's a good team to play. I on the think road. you were just not in January form yet. I, I need think to Virginia is like the Gina on. of this conversation. <laughs> Regina. All right, the Gina, the Gina. Finally, yeah. people who, know what I'm talking about. Who's the best team? Oh, this is the big one, isn't it? Who wants to, who wants to go on ready? a limb first? Uh, no, I mean, I'm ready. I mean, I'm ready. Yeah. You're the one who needs like a 10-minute <laughs> time to like research and like get I, I your handkerchief about, out and wipe off the spread from your sweat from your brow. I consider oh my, my options. I think about it. You know, I'm uh, you're you're measured. Measured. Well, you're I'm measured. not ready. Yeah. No, I'm still going with Louisville. I'm still going with Louisville. That I'm going with early. North Carolina because I'm prepared, unlike Taylor. You love North Carolina, yeah. Well, that makes me want to... Uh, Just take Duke and be wrong. Just mm-hmm. do it. Yeah, I can't take Duke. I know you want me to, and I, I want I to. I really want you to. But they are not anymore. I would have had them up there. You know, I might have to go with you and uh, take UNC right now, too. Man, look Good. at you guys on the same wagon 2017. together. 2017, what do you know? No, um, It's embarrassing to me. Deeply embarrassing. I mean, Don't the, think that I'm not crying listen, on the inside. Here's my, here's my, here's my um, statement. This is my... Thesis. This is my backup. Okay. The Georgia Tech thing happened. Great. Yeah. It happened. I mean, when you're coached by Huckleberry, sometimes that happens. Happens to everyone. But Penson's back. They're better defensively now. And that was always the question mark. Yeah, Justin Jackson is a head case. I don't trust him. What about the Clemson game? Clemson should have beaten them. But listen, Joel Clemson Barry's the best it. player in the league. And you have the big guys. And the big guys are the big guys. They just they're They are who they are. And you know what to expect from them. That's a given. The UNC big guys, they're a given, which is nice. I like givens, and I like having the best player in the league. And I also like that they're an underrated defensive team. When people think of North Carolina right now, they don't think of the defensive juggernaut that they actually are. They're not a juggernaut. They are. Don't get carried away. They're very they good. I watched they're the Kentucky good. game. I watched the Georgia Tech game. They're not a defensive juggernaut. Okay. I mean, you're wrong, but okay. So they're a juggernaut, and they gave up 100 points to Kentucky. 103. Yeah. So, where you? What are you getting at? <laughs> they they got caught up in a different kind of game, a game that they thought they could win because they're that kind of team. They should have won that game. They're gonna have they the still should have. They're won gonna it. have the same sort of game against Florida State. It's gonna be very fast. Florida State. And wants they're gonna to push. win because they're at home. Wins. They're gonna win because they're at home. And also because Florida State doesn't do that as well as Kentucky does. Oh yeah. But they have better even, shooters. Not but even close. UNC will do cover. You guys like shooters. this Kentucky team. I, I, I enjoy I it. I do. Oh, I you are it. so wrong. You guys are so wrong. Did you watch the Vandy game last night? I watched it. Oh, yeah. God. Oh, yeah, good I did. Gracious. I watched parts of it. Um, wow, you should make your future bet right now, Mike. Look, I'm telling you, this Big is a Blue team. Blue Nation. They're going to be in the Final Four for sure. That is so wrong. Oh. I mean, that's without even seeing I'm not ready to say Final Four, but <laughs> I like watching them play. It's yeah, enjoyable. They're one of the four best teams in the country. That is 
Yep, that, that's it. Done. No. Done. Put you're, me out there on the wrong. island with the tiki torch. Can, I mean, so what we, happened in right, the game against up, your best team? Hold in, up. Okay. Can we somehow, you know, can we like bet some bacon on this or something? I don't know. Sure. Like some Dwayne Bacon. I don't sure. Know. I mean, so we'll the, talk after the podcast. The minimum okay? odds that you get for even the favorite for making the final four is usually two to one, which is a sucker's I, bet. A, we yeah. need to be. We need to be bet. clear about this. Never take I mean, that. I'll bet. give you. Yeah. I'll give you. Mm, Without even seeing. I'll it. think about it. I'll think about it. Man, I'll even give you two to one right now. Huh? I'll even give you two to one right now. Done. Even, Shake my hand. I don't even want to do Shake it. Shake my hand. Here. Come on. Across the microphone. I don't feel comfortable with any of what's going on right now. Yeah. All right, we're done with that. All right, Taylor, where should we go next? Would you like to preview or would you like to reflect? I think we should preview because we have games going on right now. Let's go ahead and preview and we can we can talk about the team's records as we talk about how they're going to do We're it. watching Wake Forest in North Carolina out of the corner of our eye, just mm-hmm. to let the audience know that. And Guthrie, I think he went with Wake Forest in the first half. Yeah. Whoops. Anyway, where were we? Yeah, so let's, let's look at uh, Notre Dame I told him Miami. not to. Notre let's, Dame, Miami. Let's do it. I like you guys this game. said Miami's your dark horse, right? I mean, that's that's a team you don't know a lot about. It's a team that's been that doesn't making mean it, waves. they're a dark horse. That means we just don't know. Well, no, I mean they got the dark part down, but right? they don't you have just the horse. Got to get the horse. You know, you got to see if the horse is there. So this game will, I think, help us get there. That metaphor made me uncomfortable. <laughs> I don't know Taylor's what you're talking shaking about. shaking his head. I have he, no he clue what's going on right I'm just, I'm reference. still envisioning your wife getting punched in the face by Mike Tyson. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I mean, I would honestly ask her. I'd say, Ashley, how good have you been to me? I don't think I can fight this man. I mean, this is a big, strong man. I mean, is it worth it? I don't know. Uh, maybe I'd take a swing. Yeah. Maybe I'd die. I don't know. Okay, I'll tell you what the line the line you go, go for. You get in the clinch. You got to get in the clinch. That's what you do. You get up in the body. You get in the clinch. You take away his reach. You take away his size the advantage. The man is a dominant uppercut puncher. He says you go in the clinch. I mean, he might. Uppercut. Maybe he bites your ear. Are you willing to lose the yeah, ear for what, your wife? But this what, is a big question. But what year are you talking about? Because that's a that makes it. That yeah, makes, exactly. I think for well, our I'm purposes, better from the left. So I'd prefer if he took the right. No, year. I said year. Are you talking ninety five? You talking ninety? You talking eighty nine? I don't man, think if. Mike's getting hit by Mike Tyson. It's making 89. any difference whether it's 89 or 95. Mike or, 2000, or 2017. You didn't know you walked into the studio with a boxing suit. You didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know that. I'm talking about 89. Started pulling out Mike years Tyson. with you, and you're like, oh. okay, let's get back to basketball. And Notre Dame and Miami, which is tomorrow at 7 o'clock or today, you're, pro- you're definitely listening to this yeah, today. Yeah, you're definitely listening today. If you're listening, there might not be any listeners left. Thanks to you two. Thank you, guys. I appreciate you too. Um, I like Miami here. Oh, tell me why. Yeah. I don't know about Notre Dame on the road, man. I, I think that that team wears down. I really think they wear down. Like, look at their second halves. Mm-hmm. It's a trend. Mm-hmm. Miami's a tough team. I mean, they got athletes. They're going to keep coming at you. They're not as talented as Notre Dame, but they, I mean, they're stronger. And I think they're, I think Miami's conditioned to win this game. It's going to be a close spread. It's going to be, I don't know, maybe two. To and Miami right. slight favorites. Yeah, Miami's gonna be. I'll slight take them at favorites. home. I, I'm I'm all about the home teams in January. February I might shift, but in January I'm in on home teams. Home teams. Mm-hmm. Home dogs, absolutely. Home slight favorites. Yes. All right, I like those arguments. I mean, my my argument is on behalf of the matchup between Jaquan Newton and Matt Farrell. You know, I think that Matt Farrell is proven, at least in the beginning part of this year, that he is one of the best point guards in the ACC. Oh, I love Matt Farrell. Mm-hmm. I talked about this You've last podcast. You weren't here. You took a month off. But <laughs> um, I gave Matt Farrell lots of love. You did. Well, I tell you, Jaquan Newton is going to give him all he can handle, man. This is going to be this is going to be a very tough matchup for Matt Farrell. I, I think that Jaquan Newton offers a lot. You know, in terms of his attacking in the basket, I think he's going to put Matt Farrell in foul trouble. Farrell has actually struggled with fouls so far this year. I I don't see Matt Farrell being a big impact on this game. Therefore, I see the Notre Dame offense slowing down. I'm actually in agreement here with Luke. I really like Miami in this game. I think, you know, both Devon Reed, Bryce Brown, you know, Kamari Murphy, the transfer from from Oklahoma State from last year, I think he'll be able to come contain uh you know the inside boards for Miami. I, I really like them here. I like Miami. I'm taking Notre Dame all day. They're gonna <laughs> really? win. Notre Dame's gonna win by eight. 
Bonzi Colson is going to have mm, 25 points. Yeah, is, is Bonzi your preseason? Uh, or pre- is, is he right sick. now your ACC player of the year? Uh, Steve Asturia is going to light Coral Gables on fire and walk <laughs> so away. You're, so you're saying it. that Notre Dame, a team who barely beat Pitt in overtime, yeah. is going to blow Miami out Well, I said eight points, and I might walk that back. I'll just take them to cover the spread. I'll just take them to win, and what? They're going to be two-point underdogs? I'll definitely take them getting two points. Now, if you've listened to this podcast, you know that Notre Dame likes to stretch people out, right? I mean, oh, they, they stretch yes. them out. They they move the defense, right? So, I mean, Miami, their their entire effectiveness is in not allowing you to take threes, if you remember last year. They they funneled everything to the middle. So I, I think that actually will, will disrupt the Notre Dame offense, that perimeter offense that they're so reliant upon. I'm really looking forward to this game. Yeah. I, I think it'll be a great test of styles. I think, for, do you, do you want to know the best Notre Dame statistic ever? Yeah. They sure. are number one in free throw percentage offense and number 351 in free throw percentage defense. Oh, they, luck is number not one <laughs> and then number 351. Yeah, which I think is last. I think 351 yes, is I last. Yes, I think it right? is. Yeah. I don't know how many teams there are. But yeah, I think it's right around there. That's is. incredible. Yeah, that's great. And, and the best part is that Miami's adjusted tempo is 311th. So let me tell you, th- this is really a contrast in styles. Um, I, I, yeah, it's going to be an excellent basketball game. I'm really looking forward to it. I think, I mean, if you watch the Notre Dame-Louisville game, what I saw is that they, talking about disrupting their offense on the perimeter, they will run sets where they'll set double screens, two screens in a row for the ball handler coming off, and it forces the big guys on the defense to come and hedge and guard a guard, like play defense mm-hmm. on a guard, and Notre Dame was getting a lot of open looks off that. I think that's going to give Miami fits. I think they don't have the – I think they're a good defensive team. I don't think they have the discipline and the all-around defensive you know, talent to stick with that. That right. building has been very kind to them, though. I don't yeah, know why. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why. Miami's I mean, good. I just The Dolphins don't have a good home field advantage, but for some reason – I mean – Miami football has like a, a sprinkled crowd around their stadium. But right. for some reason, you know, Miami basketball plays well at home. I don't know what it is. Yeah. But, you know. I'm just glad that we got through this whole segment without reference to butterflies from Taylor. You know, I, I expect- Just wait. Just wait. <laughs> Only when I pick Miami do I bring out the butterflies. Yeah, right. Clemson-Georgia Tech is a game that uh, – Almost like eating your broccoli, right? Is yeah. that an eat your broccoli game? <laughs> yeah. Check the box. Who do you pick? I mean, like, uh, you know, whatever, right? I mean, <laughs> Clemson with 10 points is a lot. It is a lot. Is it's it going to be lot. 10? I thought we... It was. I mean, especially against... Not our... the actual line in front of me, Oh, Taylor. it's 10. Fantastic. Especially job, against Luke. a high-octane Georgia Tech team. Pew, pew. Oh, pew, pew. Oh. They're straight Rogue One in this piece, huh? Okay, okay we're spending another... <laughs> Exactly, 30 seconds of this starting now. No, I, quickly. I, I can't. Don't tell me what I can't do. Don't give me limits. I'm going to break this game down for you. Okay, okay give it to me in 30 seconds. Okay. <laughs> uh, the Georgia Tech offense is terrible, with the exception of Ben Lammers. Uh, we love they Ben Lammers. Shoot. They still can't shoot. Right. It's year three of not shooting. Right. I don't uh, like that. Year three <laughs> of not shooting. And I'm going to agree with you. We should take Clemson in this game. The only... Uh, did I say that? I don't know if you did. No, I you did not. Say that. I, I want to take. Cle- I'm going to take Clemson, even though I think it's going to be played at a slower tempo, and that's going to hurt uh, the ability of Clemson to run the score up. But what if Clemson's looking ahead to the parade in the Virginia game on Saturday? Because the parade happens right before the Virginia game. They might be thinking about that. I'm sure they might. I don't know. Georgia Tech, baby. Woohoo! Come on, man. Jaron Blossom game is not the man he was last year. He's shooting 15% for three. Yeah, yeah. exactly. No. You know, exactly. Can I take, in my normal profession, I love when people come at me with, oh, Blossom game. Oh. And I'm like, you know, he's shooting 15% from three, right? You do know that, don't you? And yeah. they're like, um, um, yeah, and well, you know. Dante Grantham hasn't been much better. I mean, he's shooting better from three, obviously. He's shooting 35% from three, but he's only averaging like eight points a game. And, and you know, they were the one and two last at, year. At the same time, like Florida State's not a good three-point shooting team, but sometimes they just find it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, remember I, I spoke earlier in the podcast season about how I think the collective team had only hit 17 threes for Florida State. So, you know, they, they have other ways to produce offense. Without okay. Gabe DeVoe, Clemson would be lost. All right, Before, Their best players have been Marquise Reed and Avery Holmes. Mm-hmm. I know should you're a big Avery Holmes Go to Saturday, or should we talk about Duke and Florida State? 
Let's we, talk about- we need to talk about Duke and Florida State. So we're going backwards now. Yeah, okay. I'm down for that. Wow. Okay, sure. It moves in time and space. Let's go. Duke. We can always cut and, and paste this if you'd like, Taylor. <laughs> sure. Would you really like to cut and paste it? Sure, I would love okay, to. Okay, let's do it. All right. Duke and Florida State, was that the easiest pick of the year? Was that the easiest line of the year? Ah, it was the one I felt best about. I mean, th- there was only one game that I had circled on my calendar as like the suckers bet of the year, and it was that Florida State-Duke game. I mean, Florida State it was was a better team overall, I think, coming into the game. You know what I mean? They I don't care if they'd better. even lost to, say, Virgi- say they'd lost to Virginia. I would still have just chips to the middle of the table on Florida State. And, I, I mean, watching that game last night... I, I don't even want to say it was vindication because it was so easy. Well, too right. much was happening with Duke. You just felt like they were going off the rails. Oh, stop it. I really, you kind of got that feeling. But I will say, I. So you're saying if the fearless leader was around no, no, and no. they had Emil Jefferson, they would have won that game? I ha- you're I'm just out of your all mind. All these things, you felt like they were just kind of collapsing on the court. Here's they what I say about Duke, okay? And you guys, and Taylor especially, made this point earlier in the year. Well, I think we just have to wait until they get. Um, Harry Giles back, and also Marquise Bolden, and they'll be a completely different team. No, that's nonsense. Those guys don't move the needle at all. They don't. Yeah, well, I think you made a good point earlier in the year saying that, you know, getting bigs back does not necessarily make your no, team he likes playing overall small. better. It's not like it makes the ball move better. You know, like, so getting the bigs back didn't do a lot for Duke in that respect. I mean, they need the real Grayson Allen back. I mean, yeah. he needs to go to 8 Mile. Have a little talk with Eminem and Mackay Pfeiffer, and come back and you know stand. He up. needs he needs to embrace. <laughs> he needs to go full heel. He needs to forget like about all this. Like, oh, I'm the new reformed Grayson Allen, and he just needs to be like, right. Just forget the Jeff Goodman. Who care? Idea. Like, yeah. He just needs to <laughs> lean in. Like Cheryl Sandberg told him and go all in on his. Right. Has status. the Jeff Goodman interview become the most rewatchable interview? Like I challenge people to watch that and, and not laugh. Yeah, and we'll post a link on our YouTube or on our YouTube. We do need a YouTube channel, yeah. but on our, our Twitter channel. feed. Yeah. Do you even know our Twitter login at this point, Mike? Oh, I get all the updates. I watched Dickie V watch, walk around a casino in Vegas for like two hours the other day. I mean, our personal him. Twitter, I mean. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean our personal Twitter, yeah. So you've logged in in the last year. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Great. I, I'm the this one that's Feel free to make a tweet. I'm the one that sends all the tweets about, like, New Mexico. So <laughs> here's the real question about Florida State. Are they going to win the ACC now? Because I will admit, I was the last person onto the Florida State bandwagon among all of us. I was, I was the, the third on. Mike was one, Guthrie was two, I was three, you were four. I mean, I even going into this Duke game, I was like, I still don't know. Even with the Virginia win, I was like, I still don't know if I believe. I'm kind of worried well, about them. Let me let me just break this down for you, okay? Duke can't protect the rim. They can't protect the rim to save their lives. I don't care if Emil Jefferson's in there. You just put them in a million ball screens, you're going to get to the rim. And Florida State does that better than any team in the ACC, and that's a fact. And they were all over the rim. They were above the rim, mm-hmm. and they made Duke pay. They did not beat Duke by the three-point shot. They made it by getting to yep. the rim. Yep. And I, you know what? We've we've given our man XRM for Florida State a lot of, a lot of flack in the past because he sucked last year. But I tell you, man, he was efficient last night, man. Five of nine from no, he was the great. field. Well, the, he was if, great. If you look at the points. Florida State message boards, the big uh, storyline going around is that he has learned his limits, and that has helped him. He's become more he, efficient he, everything. He realizes that both Dwayne Bacon and Jonathan Isaac are significantly better players than he is, and he is starting to work within the flow of the offense. It is beautiful to see. I'm, I'm just happy for Florida well, State. Also, one of the things you see last year, they turned the ball over a lot more. This year, they don't. The ball movement is really good, and it doesn't seem frantic, but it is quick. Yep. I had an old, you know, college football coach say, "Play fast, but not in a hurry," and they are doing a great job of doing that. <laughs> Do you know where that came from? It's, I think, it's wooden, right? You're correct. Yeah. So I read that book in high school. Somebody tried to, you know. I'm glad you're attributing that quote to your high school football coach. <laughs> well, I think John Wooden's was be. I've looked this up because I wanted to see. Be quick, but don't hurry. Be quick, but don't hurry. Hurry. So my college football coach did say. Play fast, but not. I hurry. like be quick, but don't curry. You yeah. know, also like don't be so quick you turn your ankle. Well, Florida State <laughs> is doing a great job with that, uh, and um, they do. They always have guys rolling to the rim. They're like they remind me of an NBA offense because everything's built off the ball screen for their ball handlers. So I kind of became a believer in the Duke game. But my favorite player, not Jonathan Isaac, not Bacon, Terrence Mann, PJ Savoy. Oh. Love him. First of all, fantastic <laughs> name, PJ Savoy. 
The ultimate heat check, dude. In the game against Duke last night, uh, you know, the commentators were like, oh, watch out for P.J. Savoy. Here he comes. Heat check. And he got the ball and immediately, like, pulled up from <laughs> 12 feet beyond the three-point line and just splashed was it. Wasn't it was that amazing. his only three of the game? Yeah, though? probably, but no, it was no, worth he, it for me. He had two. He had I don't two. know. I, yeah. It was amazing. Congratulations. And he <laughs> has led me to my working theory about shooters, which is that uh, two first-name initials, so P.J. Savoy, J.J. Redick, J.R. Smith, Automatically makes you a better shooter. BJ Anya. Yeah. And he's from Las well Vegas. Well done, Mike. Shut down this conversation. He's from going Las nowhere. Vegas, so I love it. Start calling me T.S. Pilkington. <laughs> Splash. Splash down. What a terrible waste of time. Um, <laughs> let's go to Luke. You know, you have you see no poetry in the game of basketball, and it saddens me. Well, I weep you, for if you. If you would like night, to continue to roll on with this theory, you're welcome to. Okay? Continue. Go ahead. We're moving on. Next topic. You know. I was going to go to the next topic, but this intersects with things Luke notices, okay. which is another whole block that I had because you guys weren't around for a month. Did you guys, you watched the game last night, didn't you? Absolutely. Did you notice Ojo shielding CJ Walker when he got heated and was about to get attacked? <laughs> yes, How I great did. was that I moment? I did. This is this is a role that I need Ojo to play. He in made my, him disappear. My whole life. Yeah. He was about to get a technical and he made him disappear. Exactly. In I the w- thin air, Superman style, like Lois Lane, like the fire's coming. <laughs> Boom. You're safe. I would not have been arrested in Texas in 2000 if Michael Ojo was there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's an intimidating man. Right? Size 32. But no, but that was, he wasn't intimidating. Anybody. Right, I know. No, no, no. He's, that was a technical saving moment yeah, he saved cj walker from a technical he was about to go somewhere and then he's like no i'm gonna make you disappear those are things you can believe in like you know you had that whole segment a few episodes ago about like things you can't trust like one thing you can trust michael ojo screening you out from getting a technical the that other was incredible thing, the other thing you can trust uh bench reactions when the other team dunks you know like like if the other team has like a monster dunk if i if i want to know how nasty it was i look at the opposing team's reaction like if you see like the guy like kind of give the quick like hand movement to the guy next to him like oh Dude, do you see that? Or but the we, bug but eyes. we can't that's celebrate. Not, that's not very disciplined of that <laughs> yeah, team. But he can't celebrate. Well, He's listen, like, the white, listen, the white guys at the far face. end of the bench, they don't care about that stuff. You know, they're, right, they're there right. for fun. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was another one of the things Luke notices, along with the rims at Castle Coliseum. <laughs> yeah, okay. But I thought that was, I, th- I really thought that was a moment. Yeah, no, I, that was a, that was a he, huge. He might have saved a technical there. Yeah, and at that point, it would have it would have had an impact on the no, game. I was watching, and and CJ Walker disappeared. He disappeared <laughs> from my vantage point, and he probably disappeared from the you know the refs' vantage point. Right, anyway, right. Okay, uh, where should we go from here? Is that enough review on on Duke, Florida State? I think it is. Yeah. But can I go back to the point that I made back in I don't know when it was when you. Uh, Taylor and maybe Guthrie, not in you, Mike, because you don't do these things. You're such a hipster. Um, were clamoring over the return of the Duke big men and that they were going to turn into the juggernaut of the century mm-hmm. once they got Bolden and Giles back. And I was like, you're wrong. And those guys are playing, what, a combined 17 minutes a game? Here's like, the thing on. also that it How would you like, rebut this if you have something? Uh, I, I think you're exaggerating the extent to which I said they're going to be a juggernaut. I did think they were going to be better. I still think they're going to get better as they go on, but this—you're right. What happened is Harry Giles not very good. No, Marquise, Marquise Bolden, Bolden is an absolute not non-factor. That great also, J- but I no, will say Giles Jason can Tatum. get Giles can get there, okay? But Bolden has no chance this year. No, no, no. But I never expected him. I mean, Tatum is really their best freshman. I think True. Giles. The problem is he's kind of a liability on defense. When he comes out to hedge on a screen or something, he has no chance. He's always getting blown by. He's a liability as a ball defender. He also might have charged three times last night yeah, that didn't get called. He's he charged about three. He's times. struggling. I mean, not struggling, but also if to make the case for him, I'll say this would be his what? How many games has he played? How many minutes? Yeah, he's played like a total of like a hundred minutes. It's like he's still playing Shamanad in you know. Nassau or something. Here's a like great that. question yeah. that it just came to me. Right? Would you take Jason Tatum or Brandon Ingram right now? Right now, like if I had to and, win, and their this points season. and their points of their career, who's better at this oh, point I in see, January, mid, mid-January? Who's better, Brandon Ingram or Jason uh, Tatum? I would, I would probably take Brandon Ingram. Yeah, Ingram just flowed yeah, on the court, but I tell you, man, Tatum—he's a better. 
Tatum looks yeah, but that more team didn't dominant. do anything. You know that Tatum team didn't looks do more dominant. Yeah. That team didn't do anything, Mike. Yeah, I know. Last year's I know. team. I'm just telling you, Tatum. I I preface I would it by saying Ingram, yeah. Ingram looks super smooth, but Tatum looks more dominant to me. I would. I take Ing- I would, I, I, take, I would Tatum. take Tatum. Yeah, Tatum's Tatum going to be really good. He I think can do I more picked things. him on my all ACC team in the beginning of the season, which I regret. That's probably not going to come true. Do you know who I picked good. in my all ACC team? I picked Austin Nichols. So that uh, says a lot about my uh, uh, intellect. Okay, well, you're fine. You weren't undone by court activities. I also had some other bad picks. I think I picked Giles or somebody like that. Mm. So we're not gonna we're not gonna review that. We're gonna go I have to a the lot next of topic in my life. Okay, where do we get from here? <laughs> Uh, let's preview. Speaking of Duke, let's talk about Duke at Louisville this Saturday. And uh, mm. yeah, so in Louisville, Duke coming uh, for a big road game for them, and uh, we're projecting the line to be Louisville minus four. Louisville minus four. I just said that off the top of my head. Yeah. Oh, really? That's it. impressive. I'm so See, you're really deep good. in the game right yeah. now. Uh, I've you, been. Wa- I have not taken a three week hi- hiatus for holidays. Dude, you are the exclamation point yeah. after the yum. I mean, why don't we take Louisville here? What, what's wrong with this? No, I've been I've been advocating for Louisville all year. I think that they're a great uh, great bet. I, I think they offer tremendous value at home. You know, they they really did. They had a tough game earlier in the year against Notre Dame, but. No, Look, no, they did not play Notre Dame at home. They oh, played no, them I'm on sorry. the road. They I'm played sorry. Virginia Excuse at home. Right. But can I tell you what? There's there's mind games going on with Virginia and Rick Pitino. I've listened also, to all his press conferences, and he has he's like, I, I don't even know the comparison. I'm no, trying to think of a pop culture reference, but he's so wary of Virginia that he's like, they just play so well against us. I don't know what to do. He's like, he's oh. like the little kid no, that got bit by what? a dog, and now he's scared of dogs the rest of his life. Like Louisville's, <laughs> what, three games removed from Virginia? And I listened to his teleconference. I called into his teleconference this past weekend. He's still talking about Virginia. Really? Yeah. I love that. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> so throw that game out. I, I mean, think the Yum Center still exists, and I'm Luke, going with Louisville here. Yeah, Luke, I you like called Louisville this. Too. A couple weeks ago, whenever, and you're absolutely right, is that it's a terrible matchup for Louisville. I mean, I think we know Virginia is a bad matchup for Louisville. They're, yeah. they're just they're kryptonite to them. Uh, but as for Duke, um, I think I think Louisville's defense is really gonna do a good job playing Duke. How do you see Louisville's offense scoring against Duke? A sneakily good defense, maybe. How do you see their offense scoring against them? No, Louisville gets to the rim and their bigs get in there, and Duke cannot protect that. And we don't know the status of Jefferson. I was going to so say, will he be why there? Would, if there's no Emil Jefferson, then J- Jalen Johnson's your no MVP chance. for the game, and it's going to be easy buckets all day. It's going to be exactly what you saw in the Baylor Flores, game or the Florida until, State game. until Louisville decided that they didn't want to come out for the, I guess, second half of the second half. Um, Louisville should dominate this game. Yeah, and who cares? I mean, it's it's Cable, so he's the sacrificial lamb. Go ahead and take a f- few losses. Right, take a few, away. get him ready huh. for the tournament, do the whole thing. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot of, of, like, you know, comparison to what, however it was, like 10 years ago when Krzyzewski went in for another surgery and people said it was because he didn't want to Oh, that 95 team? You want yeah. to talk about the 95 yes. team? Because yes. I'll talk about that. Because they would have been run riot on yeah. in that year. Because I know who were on those teams. I know who was on that North Carolina team. I know who was on that Virginia team. I knew who was in the league in that year. Okay? So, yeah. We could bring that up as a history lesson. I, and what, they went 4-11 and 11 while he was out that year? Is that the right statistic? I, I believe I, That is. They were, it was just sure basically right. they weren't very good that it's year. It's basically he, he didn't to... want to go against Tim Duncan. He didn't want to go against all the North Carolina players, Stackhouse and that crew. He didn't want to go against yes. Corey and the Virginia crew. The and, ca- I mean, throw in some other teams. Who else was out there that year? Right, there were I mean, a lot that, of teams out there that year. Yeah, I mean, I don't... Shoot, man. I you know I just remember Ed Coda. That's all I really cared about at that time. <laughs> That's like five like, years will, later. Will Ed Coda set the assist record? All you for remember the is Sean May. <laughs> yeah. You just remember Sean May. Sir, no, Serge Swicker, baby. <laughs> yeah, Serge Swicker. I that love you. Love him foot too. Baseline J. <laughs> Aren't you guys supposed to be older than me? You're, you're, uh, you two are older than me. No, no. I just and you don't remember ninety five. I've been to Vegas every year, so my face just melts like a little bit each year. <laughs> Mike's <laughs> really seventeen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm a twenty two year old child. You've seen a lot of life. You've seen a lot of life. Okay, enough. We need to deliver picks. All right, let's do it. And now, our win percentage is still incredibly high. Yeah, all of us are above 60%, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, my gosh. Maybe with the exception of you, Luke. Uh, Are you still at 59? Well, if you... 
if you calculated my my picks over the course of this past three I weeks, think, right, I, I would probably you jump to you because mm-hmm. you didn't you didn't make any picks, and I made a, made a ton of picks and actually did quite well. Okay, so well, Louisville Kentucky was a good one for me. Virginia Louisville was a great one for me. FSU Duke. What else do we have? Um, Creighton a couple of times. I did miss UCLA and. Oregon, but whatever. Anybody could have right, Same for me. Right. If you count Living the picks life. that I did off air that no one heard of, I'm 100%. So, yes. <laughs> throwing that out there. Let's, let's give the people what exactly they need. For me. Let's give some people some nuggets. All, All right. right. Um, I mean, my nugget of the, I guess, of the upcoming week so far is going to be uh, Virginia Tech over Notre Dame at home. I agree. I'm I, with you there, Mike. I really like I really And when like Mike Virginia and I Tech. agree, as long mm. as it's not Fort Wayne, we generally do well. <laughs> That's right. Um, and we already talked about the rapper. That's the reason I picked Fort Wayne. But um, anyways, the I like Virginia Tech at home against Notre Dame. I, I think that they they match up really well with Notre Dame. I think that they'll be it'll be like a pick 'em game, probably a maybe two point spread for Virginia Tech. That's my nugget. Can I tell you what though? I like Lanterns and loose rims, my friends. Yeah. Is enough. <laughs> Isn't that? There's a life motto in there somewhere. Yeah, that's right. That's, that's what right. my Tinder bio says. I didn't say yeah. loose women. I Lanterns said loose rims. And loose rims. Oh, I know what you meant. Uh, let me. I'm going to skip around to a different game. That's UNC Florida State. Uh, I think. I hope for my purposes, you're going to get a little favorable line here. People are going to ride the Florida State success. I think you got to take UNC. I agree. What's, I mean, what's your projected line? Five. I mean five-ish. Sh- Sure. I think if you look on Ken Palm, it's going to be five, but I think it's going to change completely. I think it'll probably end up being like, what, Florida State? Minus four and a half? Uh, I think it's going to go way down. I think people are going to ride really? UNC in Chapel Hill. I think it's going to go down to like Florida State as two-point favorites or something. No, no way. way. That is yeah. no It's way. going to go way down. We, no need, to, we need to teach no, the public Taylor Gambling. No, we need to teach no. him gambling. It'll be whatever people assume the home court The public is to not be, ready. That will be Mike, the spread. Mike. Yeah. Come on. Minus, need, minus you need to get six. your the brother The public is not yeah. ready for Florida State. Not you even said, the Florida State fans are ready. It's something like 5,200 people attended their last game. Like When they beat Duke, it was like, actually, no, that was sold out. But the game before that was like 5,200 or something. It's at UNC. Uh, listen, yeah, but I'm just saying the UNC public at is home. not ready for a Florida State. UNC at home against any team in the country is good for minus seven and below. Mm-hmm. Can we agree on that? Yeah, those those old people season ticket holders bet their bet their four hundred one ks on UNC covering. So yeah. they also also don't know who Tony Bennett is. Which I, I thought I'd mention. <laughs> oh, is that right? I think yeah, I was at a ga- I was at the Dean Dome last year. The and, Ding Dong. Well, this was two years ago, I think. And I, you know, it was early on. It was on shoot around. So I was like, you know, I'll venture down there. No one's going to give me any trouble. Now I was not credential for this game. I was going as a fan. Right. And I was behind. A crowd of North Carolina, you know, donors because they were like, I don't know, a couple rows back from their bench, and they're like, "Who's Virginia's coach? Who? I don't know. Who? Do you know who it is? I don't know who he is. I don't know his name." I like it's funny because usually like the accent. donor class is very keyed in on the coaching changes because they feel like so they, not true. they feel like they have a say in who the coach is. So you're saying, ah, oh, that's true. A group of people who had, I don't know, seventh row tickets behind their own bench. Is clued in, but they don't know who the opposing head coach is I, of the number two I, team I can't in the country speak to, at that time. I think that's funny because usually my experience with the donor class has been they know all about coaching changes. They know everything. They listen to sometimes the, the coaches. Are you thinking AM about Alabama station? donors in football? I'm or thinking are you about, about a lot basketball? in general. I'm thinking about in general. I don't know UNC donors that as well as you do. I would say. Yeah, I would say UVA but I think donors. In, in general, clued. yeah, I know UVA yeah. donors who like they feel like they have a say about when the right. coaches. We're hired. not talking about UVA donors. I'm just We're saying in about North Carolina donors. He's, he's, saying, he's in, just saying generally donors. I shouldn't have to qualify might, this much. They might be wondering if Phil Ford's going to come out and suit up tonight. Yeah. It's interesting to me that that would happen because usually. Okay. What else do we like? Uh, what's your yeah. nugget? What's your nugget? We gave our two nuggets. What's your nugget, Those are my two nuggets. People want to you know. I'm taking Louisville over Duke. You like it? Just yeah, I think that's up. fair. Yeah, I think I'm that's fair. It. I'm going Louisville over Duke. Wow. So, I mean, even if you get that, if you just take that in a money line bet, I mean, you're going to get that uh, probably plus 120. That's, that's good value. That's not true. No, yeah. No, They're four-point favorites, Duke is. Add Louisville? Yeah. That is not how that's going to turn out. <laughs> and you know I'm right there. No, right? No, no. Maybe because of the recent turmoil, but I don't know. Is that really the line right now? Duke yeah. is four-point favorites? Yes, correct. No. The only other game I would consider would be the Syracuse revenge game against Boston College. Oh. Ooh, I oh. like it. Dig deep. 
Dig deep, Tyler Lydon. <laughs> Get him, Andrew White the Third. You guys are so easy to impress because you haven't been doing anything but twiddling your thumbs and playing with your families for the past three weeks. I mean, this is obvious, but I'm, I'm going to lay it out What there. is the line going to be? Because I want to take Boston College so hard. Just because I'm now on the BC bandwagon. Well, I'm assuming that I am too. Also and to be, you know. But this is a revenge game. I, yeah. Not in our house, says Jim. No, we're not going to get smacked around by this Eagles team. Even though I actually do like Boston College no. this year. It's like the underdog team. Love it. I know. You guys are- Jerome Robinson? And look, well, I, I don't know. I Connor have no Tavey? idea where the spread is going to end up by, what, Friday night? We're taping this on Wednesday night. Right. Like, who the heck knows? But, I mean, if it's in reasonable, the, in then In the previous sure. game against BC, Syracuse went to man. They're going to man. That is like a white flag from Bayheim. No, Bayheim didn't he say in a press conference that, no, we don't play man. They went to man. I know, but he said, I think in a press conference, maybe after the game, no, we're not going to go to man. I mean, I know we're post-truth and everything, but he, I watched him go to man, <laughs> and it was like, I was like, okay, they've lost this game. He's going to man. Yeah, well, they did lose. Yeah. All right, well, I like that I like that nugget, man. You know what? I'm a big I, fan I might... of riding teams. You don't just pick games also. You just ride teams. Right? You're going to pick the same team for five, six, seven straight games. And Syracuse is and coming BC off a loss. Team right now. I love picking teams coming off losses. Mm-hmm. I like picking teams coming off losses better than picking teams coming off wins. Especially off with Hall of Fame coaches. Yeah. Maybe I should reverse the Duke pick. No, I'm not going to because I believe Louisville will get them. I do. Yeah, roll. And I I think the public – no, listen, there's one thing I've learned in January, okay, since you've been gone. There are three factors I love. Kelly Clarkson, great song. Okay, continue. In picking. I'm listening. Easy ones. I mean, average Joes know this. Home teams and ACC play. Heck, even the ESPN national TV broadcasters can get that, right? Okay. Number two, I like underdogs at home, okay? You like when you are an underdog playing at home. Even okay. if it's not an underdog, okay? You like getting points at home. I like going against public teams when they're on the road. Okay, those, Duke is, is a public are those team. the three teams? Are those okay, the three fair. things? No, no, the, the second one didn't count. Well, all three of those fit for Louisville picking. picking yeah, exactly. Role. I like home teams. I like it when they're going against a public team. And they're the underdogs. Yeah. And they'll they will be the dogs in this game against Duke. They will be the dogs. You think, you think so? Yes, absolutely. Are you sure? Yes. I'll get. You know what? Where's Guthrie? Where, and let me show Guthrie. I will be in my undies <laughs> next time Guthrie is here because they will they will be dogs. Yes. I had another angle, but I can't remember it. So we'll have to wait until next time, okay? <laughs> All right. At least we can keep it teased out. You know. Look, I mean, we're going to be back at this next week. I mean, not, that is so not true. I might be by myself no, monologuing no, no. for our gracious fans. But you know what? There's nothing for else to do. For everyone's sake, I hope that's not I true. Like that. I like the idea of you having a fireside chat there's no, for the podcast. You know, there's nothing else to do in these months. What else do you guys have planned for the, I, for the next I, month and a half? I don't know, man. I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, I just, I have you guys in my life. I have people that, other people that depend on me for food. That's all that I have. I have this college. I have Harry Giles' health. Like, that's what I have to look forward to. Like, is Harry Giles feeling okay? You wake up in the morning, you massage Harry Giles' yeah, knee gently. Exactly. Like, my, my daughter coughed this morning, pushed her aside with my left hand, the back of my left hand. He's like, get out of my face. How is Harry Giles feeling? I mean, that's where I'm at. I've right seen now. it happen. Yeah, exactly. It's get not, out of my face. It's not pretty. How is Harry? <laughs> you push your daughter out of the way. You watch your wife get punched by Mike Tyson. You walk over to Harry Giles. Say, how's that How's that leg feeling, champ? This is true. So, once again, to rehash, if like there's anything you've learned from us, home teams, non-public teams, and teams who have a decisive matchup advantage, like Florida State, Duke was the case example this year. Right. They're at home. They're going against the public team. And they had an incredible advantage because they can get the, to the rim and Duke can't defend the basket, they can't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, we'll try to find some more of those throughout the year. Yeah, those those are good trends to identify. I'm looking forward to next week. It's gonna be a great weekend of college basketball. You gonna watch any it. basketball? I'm gonna watch it all. Yeah, absolutely. I, you know what? I don't want to get into. It. I'll get into it next episode. But I've redesigned an element of my home so I can watch nine games at one time, and it's gonna be amazing. It's true. He's done actual construction. He's Would been you, complaining to me yeah, about Yeah, no, it's it's going to be a nightmare. I'm going to retain zero information, but there will be nine games on at one time. 
Uh, so I'm really looking forward to it. Well, you know what? We got more to come, so I would like to mention... No, that's... Gosh, that's that's the NC State music. <laughs> My bad. Um, we would like to mention that the ACC Basketball Degenerates podcast is sponsored by Three Notched Brewing, named after a colonial-era trail. Running through central Virginia, Three Notched Brewing develops innovative beers around the bold characters that left their mark on American history. Characters like Thomas Jefferson, Jack Jewett, and Patrick Henry. Three Dots Beers can be found at at fine grocers everywhere and at their tasting rooms in Charlottesville and Harrisonburg, Virginia. Three Notched Brewing. Leave your mark this week. Taylor, what do we have in store? We're drinking Group Hug, which is a uh, pale ale. It's uh, made with Piedmont hops. It's got a little citra, a little amarillo. Sriracha Ace. Yeah, did I taste some lemongrass? There's in there definitely earlier? some lemongrass. It's very refreshing. Oh, you guys, yeah. you guys kind are of tasting savants. You're not basketball savants exotic, anymore. Exotic. What a I treat. What a, we're also having a peppermint stout, I believe, which just smells like you melted a chocolate Santa and then put in a crush up a candy cane and then uh, sprinkled a bunch of alcohol in it. And it's working. And I tell you what, NC State is actually, or UNC right now is actually only up three on Wake Forest. Watch out, folks. Oh, man. It's getting real. Let's enjoy what did you beers? do? Just sprinkled that alcohol yeah, all over. Wrong, Wrong half. Guthrie. Let's Wrong enjoy half, these Guthrie. beers and watch this game. Go right. ACC. See ya.